This is Lance Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Yeah! <laughs> the familiar is unfamiliar once again. And from the depths of the sea, in the abyss of hopelessness, rebirthed into a shining phoenix of bullshit. You know it's the Sausage Hut Podcast is coming back for that ass, baby. Yeah. Everything that you can't leave behind and 
everything you can hope for in the future all rolled up into one cheesy greasy tasty morsel of all kinds of fun because you know it with that hey this is hard to Eric and you're listening to the sausage yeah, Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. Where you been on that? Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. Haven't done a video in a long time. Maybe I'll try to get one going again. The first step's always the hardest. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step off your dumbass porch. And all that, Johnny Kobasa. Redo my website, please. We're going to keep doing this. We need a new website. But you can still go there and listen to all kinds of shit. You can subscribe on any podcast app that you want. Apple. Whatever. Go back and listen to 600 episodes, man, that I did over almost seven years ago. Shit, it's coming up on the seventh anniversary, but the last year really wasn't much of a year in the hut. Didn't do much. But I'm going to try it again. Try it again. Try to rekindle the fire. The grease fire that got us along for so many years. Yeah, baby. What you been up to? Preparing for civil war? Yeah. You're going to lose. <laughs> fuck all the fascists. Fuck Vladimir Putin. And uh, fuck all y'all that uh, think that that's a good idea. Set, get that right out there before we even go any further. Cultist cocksuckers. Wake up and see the truth, man. So what are we going to do here first with the sausage hut? I think uh, in preparation of becoming a better podcaster, I've called up a podcast consultant to help me be a better podcaster for all y'all so let's get right to that so we got our podcast podcast guy on here his name's dearth ferkel he's been doing a lot of podcast consulting for the last couple years and obviously johnny k wants to uh, appeal to the masses so we want to get some kind of insight on what a, a popular podcast does and all that sort of thing. So, uh, Dirth, are you there? Uh, hello. Yeah, I, I'm here. Hey, Dirth, welcome to the season premiere of the Sausage Hut. Well, you know, it's uh, it's time to it's it's good to be here with you, uh, Johnny. And just remember that you are uh, we are on the clock here, so uh, my hourly rate does apply to. Anything I do, and uh, I do own the rights to hearing my voice on the internet. So, well, thanks, Dirk. Dirth. I know we. It's Dirth. Yeah, Dirth Perkle is my name. Uh, don't wear it out, as they say. <laughs> yeah, you're a. Oh, you're a funny guy too. I, I, you know, I, I know we've been talking, and you did. Uh, you had no problem taking my money, and you had a PowerPoint presentation that you actually filled in somebody else's name instead of mine. So you probably just reused it from someone else. Yeah. Johnny, it's something that we 
we got a lot of action going on here and sometimes a lot of the information that we bring, we're going to reuse information and something something good that we use for you and not only our other clients at uh, Death Verkle Enterprises so how about we talk about your podcast Johnny yeah sure it's not you know when you're an artist sometimes it's it's not easy to have someone just examine your stuff when you kind of think that you know what the hell's going on with stuff right well what we want to do here is try to help uh, our podcasting clients just be as successful as possible and maximize their uh, downloads and really want to make a mark on their audience and uh, share their audience so they can advertise shit and make money that's that seems to be how things go as far as making money dearth uh mr Ferkel. And I guess I'm um, I'm all ears as far as what someone should do to maximize the potential of their of their podcast. Well, see, Johnny, when you go, there's a certain paradigm that we like to stick to, and we find that certain podcasts, if they if they you know if they use too many uh, bad words, or if they don't really talk about uh, mainstream ideas and topics, it seems like they just don't. They don't really do that good. So what? Yeah. Well, I always thought that I like to present something alternative to reality and something alternative to all the other douche cannon podcasts out there that people just uh, listen to mindlessly. You know what I'm spraying, bro? Well, Johnny, it's, uh, we, we did take a listen to a couple of your podcasts. Which one was those? I, uh, well, I'm looking at your, at your website here, and uh, it doesn't really, I really can't remember. I did listen to a couple minutes here and there. Did you dig all the funky-ass music that goes with it? Well, John, that's another thing uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, we were thinking maybe if you could maybe go to the uh, sound library and license a couple of uh, acoustic guitar uh, routes. I think it's more pleasant to the ears of uh, mainstream podcasting. And when you go to listen to it, you don't want something that's that's going to take your listener's attention away from you. But what if um, what if music's really the whole reason we're here and everything else is just kind of a front drop? To all that sort of musical backdrop that you can't find anywhere else because no one is as funky as the funky-ass Beethoven Johnny K. Well, Johnny, I think it's uh, important to maintain a good relationship with your with your North Star of your podcast. So it's something. Let's say uh, if you got a if you like uh, new hardware, you know we've got some clients that like to sell hardware and they like to talk about hardware so what we do is we come in and we say okay let's let's focus on what the real what the real action is here and something that we like to do is tell uh, the people the three p's three p's the three p's of podcasting uh aren't you supposed to not pop your p's when you're talking p's well yeah the john that's a that's more of a radio thing than a podcasting thing but but isn't exactly i mean if you're gonna pop your p's into a microphone uh, you probably shouldn't do that. Well, that, that's another uh, another something that we noticed around the podcast that you have here, Johnny. It's uh, you do a lot of belching. There's a lot of uh, uh, unadvised and uh, untoward belching that, 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 that certain podcast audience kind of might seem shocking, a little shocking, and some untowards uh, and uh, surprising to the point where people might, you know, if they're running, uh, doing a lot of cardio, that. Uh, 
we're gonna try to find you might find that someone might barf and uh, you know if someone's barfing while you they're listening to your podcast they're probably not going to be back well uh, sometimes a you know i kind of go to i want an extreme reaction from my listeners uh usually i like to go more orgasmic than uh vomitous but you know there's there's heel heat and there's a uh, face overness and face heat and heel heat and as long as you're getting a reaction you're probably good with your audience and they're probably going to come back well johnny our, our, uh, our research uh, it's something otherwise you know you can't take you, you shouldn't be taking your audience too far away from the from the norm so you know we, we, we've seen we, we've also listened to you on on the radio and you know the they try to bring you into certain group things, and it seems like you just throw everything off of uh, off track there. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, there's, uh, you know, the uh, the kids on the show like to they like to draft certain things, and uh, you know, they they bring you on, and you know, you tell them what your your favorite appetizers are, and they're not too happy about that. They're just gonna, you know, they're not gonna. You can't, you know, you, you can't tell them that you like uh, angels on horseback for some sort of, uh, you know. Uh, dipping draft or something they're trying to go for some mainstream comedy and you just kind of come in and uh you know you're a little too much for them but well we're not talking about whatever that bullshit you're talking about is we're talking about the sausage hut podcast and the rebirth here on the uh the the season premiere of the sausage hut podcast with Johnny motherfucker well Johnny it's uh been a pleasure taking your money and what, what, what actually something you know I, I, I emailed your report and uh, yeah that's yeah by the way you emailed your report and you didn't even put the sausage hut podcast and then you, you said it was uh dave's hardware podcast you didn't even change the name out man you could at least copied and pasted it in right yeah well i apologize for that johnny but we really want to give a personal tone to our analysis and something we try to do and as you know we i shared a powerpoint presentation with you earlier today and yeah that was that that took a while and it seemed kind of self a self-fulfilling prophecy as far as uh you dearth ferkel was involved but i wanted to really just keep an open mind on this so that's what i'm doing you know i do a couple podcasts about video games i've done Oh, man, I've done fantasy football podcasts. I've done all kinds of stuff, and people can just go listen to it whenever they want. I mean, because it's not what, what I thought uh, was the best part about it was it's not the Sausage Hut isn't isn't uh, tied to the topics of the day. So you can really go back four or five years and listen to some crazy bullshit from back then. Well, Johnny, uh, our research shows that uh, audience like, audiences like to listen to uh the topics of the day so what we try to uh, encourage our clients to do is you know, take a look at the, the top top trending uh, trends on twitter and then uh, kind of like base some things off of that or maybe look at a news program and uh, see what's going on in the world yeah, but hey, dude have you seen twitter lately it's a fucking cesspool like it's been taken over by dickhead trolls and I can hardly even go to Twitter. I used to like to go to Twitter and to like get you know, kind of get your finger on the pulse of what's going on. But now it's like you put your finger on any sort of pulse, and there's fucking four hundred dipshit trolls that just want to uh, push the direction the other way. And fuck Elon Musk for doing that, man. I used to like him. I don't know what the hell got into him. Well, you know, we're big fans of. Uh big fans of any sort of disruptors in the industry but at the same time we want to also realize that uh, that something 
uh, as far as disrupting things, it's not really, you don't want to disrupt somebody too much, because when they, you know, let's say it's Tuesday afternoon, and someone's going for a walk, and they like to listen to a podcast, you know, it's something that they're just going to want to listen to without having to really think so much. But I, you know, that's what I like to do. I'd like to say, hey, put your brain on hold and just listen to this crazy stuff for a while. I'm not really asking you to do anything or think a certain way, but uh, you probably shouldn't be a complete fucking moron when you're listening to my podcast, because I think you can read between the lines on what I think of these stupid motherfuckers. Well, Johnny, you don't want to insult your audience, see? And it uh, seems like suddenly something there gets uh, gets a little too much with certain people, and next thing you know, everybody's going to be listening to the same podcast. <laughs> you know, well, it's just something we try to instill in our in our clients, and we'd like to offer you an ongoing uh, part of our program here. You know, we you did your initial analysis and we gave you your report there but if uh, just for the small uh, small price of uh, $300 a month we'll, we'll keep an ongoing eye on your podcast and we'll uh, let you know uh, we'll keep you informed of uh, current trends in the podcast and um, you know here uh, not only I jerk through Dirt Circle but uh, also my my team of experts uh, can come in and we can call you up and say hey Johnny why don't you do a little more uh, current event topics and why don't you uh cool it on the music and you know stuff like that will probably be a more successful podcast or something like that so that's just what we're trying to do here for you johnny and uh, we you know we, we all obviously wish you the best of luck and uh right so we're going to look forward to continuing our relationships for you and uh if you just uh, go to the website there and give us that 300 dollars, we'll uh give you three weeks of high quality analysis so we hope you can uh, continue Hey, Dirth. Well, I, I appreciate what you have to say there. And uh, I could also really, <laughs> I'd like to tell you and all the motherfuckers like you to fuck the fuck off. Hombois! Yeah! Take that, Dirth fucking Furkle. Thanks for the advice on what to do with a smoking hot comedy podcast like the Sausage Hut. Get your own fucking ratings machine and leave me alone because people who know Johnny K know that I'm not taking no fucking prisoners, man. It's all or nothing. Full speed or nothing. Lux Eterna. <laughs> We're way beyond trying to get the best out of the best. We're just going to do what we do and shove it up the ass of the earth. Speaking of a bloodbath, how are them uh, brackets, man? How was your bracket? How'd that all work out for you? The bloodbath started day one for me, man. I was out of it before it began. I got about 40, 43 people into my bracket, and everybody was destroyed. I had somebody just go crazy in the first couple rounds, and they were, like, ranked nationally, and then everything started to fall apart. Now everybody's done except the one dude who picked UConn to win it all. Now it's all coming down to this. It's really the just a pathetic, pathetic scoring <laughs> I mean, nobody had ter- the scores were terrible, and nobody picked the final four. Actually, a couple people picked uh, UConn to go to the uh, Elite Eight, 
one guy got him going to the Final Four and got him winning it all, but he only has to win one more game. He doesn't even have to get them to the final to win, which is crazy. And if he doesn't, he's going to take third, and a couple other people are going to take first and second. They're tied. So I think it's going to come down to if UConn loses, then it's going to come down to the tiebreaker, which is what is that? The total score of the the finals game. So I don't know how that's going to get. I hope the site will take care of the math for me, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of ties in all kinds of brackets. And a lot of brackets are already decided because of 43 people, there are 42 of them maxed out in points. Like, no, there's only one person that can get points, and that person's in third. Win one game, and, they, and and you know that it figures that one person was not going to play, and I was like, "Come on, man, you can do it. It doesn't take much to throw a bracket together." And he did at the last second, and that's isn't that how it goes? Ain't that how it always goes? I love the the people who spend all all March and February trying to figure out, trying to crack the code on March Madness. What I, I guess what the real story is is that the people who came up with the seating just sucked. That's the the real deal, Holyfield. So we're going to bring one of our experts in here, talk about NCAA basketball, our sports guy, Beef Girthhouse. Haven't talked to him in a long time, but he's been doing his thing on AM radios across the country. You probably heard him. Uh, Sunday mornings at 5 a.m., Beef Girthhouse Sports Barn, where he likes to talk about the sports events of the week. And Hey, I, I, I wanted to have him back earlier, but I, you know, I just haven't been around. But now that we're getting things going, we're going to get Beef Girthhouse from the Sports Barn on an AM radio station near you. But let's see if we can get him going here on the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but beef, man, beef. It's great to hear your voice again after all this time. I know somehow you ended up using the sausage hut facilities at some point. We never really met up in person, but yeah. Oh, you know, Daddy, I've been pretty good about running. Uh, I talk about sports a lot, and that's what we're talking about sports. It's something to talk about, and you got a lot of sports going on, especially with both college basketball. It's something we like to do, and uh, I'll tell you, I analyze sports for as much as I can. So when you're talking about basketball, and you're talking about basketball teams and basketball games. A lot of basketball teams are good basketball teams. In, uh, in America this year, and uh, whether or not they could be so-called mid-major teams, a lot of good basketball. And when you take uh, take kids on the road and you put them around, and uh, anything can happen in one game. It's not like an NBA tournament where there's a bunch of uh, three, you know, best of seven, best of five. It's just one game and you're done. So you get a couple guys. And the game aren't very long, you know. It's 20 minutes apiece, and uh, yeah. Well, yeah, beef. Thanks, man. You certainly know your way around, and it was probably one of those things where everybody just everybody gets just suckered into the seeding numbers it's like what do you want to do about the seeds because just because you're a number two doesn't mean crap and of course well it's good because it's a good point so, uh, you know, number one doesn't even have money of course uh, you take the Purdue Boilermakers they came out uh, the big guy champion they, won, uh, they came up to number one and it was just a historical uh, loss you know it's only the second time yeah it's only the what the second time in history that a 16 lost to a one or a one lost to a 16 it's a really historic, and you know the, the, the fairly Dickinson people, where they were supposed to be in the tournament. They, were, they, they didn't win the tournament, but uh, the, the the person, the team that, won, that actually won the tournament was ineligible because they're moving up a division. But why? Why do they make you ineligible for crap if you're 
moving up a division. Well, the Purple Powers will be in the NCAA, Johnny. They got together and they said, you can't just go, uh, we're just not going to get rid of a bunch of people and go up and down divisions and yo-yo up and down. So we got to make some sort of thing where they have to pay some sort of price when they're going up and down like that. Well, I guess it, did, it, it worked out for Fairleigh Dickinson and they, 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 they had something going there. But uh, how about the Miami Hurricanes? Beef? The Miami Hurricanes, great story. John Larinaga, you know, he's been around a long time. He's a coach, and, uh, he was a coach at Bowling Green. He was a coach at uh, George Mason. He took an unknown George Mason team to the Final Four about uh, 15 years ago. So he's been around. He's a very experienced coach. He's been in Miami a while. Built a good program down there. But uh, it seems like it'd be a good thing to say. I mean, everybody's happy for Jim Larinaga. He's a good guy. Brooklyn, New York, you know, been around. Spent some time in Ohio. Spent some time over here. And over there. He's been all over the place. And I think he really found his niche there down there with the Hurricanes. And he got a good group of guys there, and they're coachable. And that's one thing you have to have is you have the coachable team, and you got to have the experience to go deep in a tournament. And a coach that knows what it's like to be in a tournament, and you want to keep your guys going, you want to keep your guys focused, you want to keep your guys at the, at the best of their, at their abilities when they're coming into something like that. But uh, it's just something that uh, when, you're, when you're in tournament basketball, it's just something you got to do. And uh, Jim Lanaga seemed to do a good job with that. So any, anybody who didn't pay, pick him, you know, he, I picked him in my bracket, and uh, I did really good except for that uh, other bunch of other uh, upsets that nobody took. But it's just one thing. There's a, if it's not one thing, it's another when you're talking college basketball. And when you're talking college basketball, you got to talk about good teams and teams who have gelled and uh, teams who could play well together and uh, can, can, can take a punch in the face and then come back and try to you know, build some – Build a good, uh, build a good second half, and uh, put yourself in a position to win a win a basketball game with about five minutes left, and that's all you can do. Yeah, beef. You're that's for sure, man. I love it. And it, it, the good thing about brackets is, honestly, it doesn't matter if you watch the games or not most of the time. But it really gets a lot of people in, and I really had to crack the whip on a few people. When you're getting the brackets, but it was totally worth it. You know that one that that those couple three days between when they announce the teams and when the 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 tournament actually starts. So it's all it all pays off. You know, and it's a good way to keep in touch with a bunch of people. I had a, a bunch of people from all all parts of my life kind of come together in one thing, and they're all paying attention to their brackets and people who don't watch basketball like watching it during there. So that's a good thing. It's good to camaraderie build out. It's something that uh, it's good for friends and. You kind of like to do it and just keep it around. And, uh, it's something that comes, comes around every year, and you kind of think that, oh, yeah, it's coming February, I'm going to start watching basketball, and you, you never do because, you know, other things like uh, Australian Rules football start in March and uh, so spring training. There's really not much going on, actually, in the spring, but uh, it's kind of the, being, the uh, beginning of spring as a, as a right, so to speak, kind of with uh, spring uh, equinox and all that stuff. And Wow, I didn't know you knew much about astronomy and all that stuff, Beef. But, well, let's talk about what, what do you got to get in the final four here. We've got UConn and Miami and a couple other teams playing. I think it's going to be a very interesting uh, interesting final four because there really is any, any of these, these teams have proven themselves. Uh, a couple of weeks ago you thought uh, maybe all four of these teams were not really contenders, but now they are, and here they are. And they, they're, it's a real thing. And one of these teams is going to be national champion, and the, 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 the other uh, two teams, uh, three teams, aren't going to be the national champions. But one of them is going to be the finalist. And one, you hate to always see with, uh, one of the teams lose, but obviously when you have a basketball game you're playing for championships, one team's going to win and one team's going to lose. So the one team that wins is going to cut down those nets and they're going to have more, more fun than the team that loses. Yeah, so why did they... I know you see people cut down nets already. Like the last couple of games, everybody cut down the nets. But I was like, dude, this isn't this isn't the final the, the final four. You know, it's like well, John, Johnny, uh, you know your brackets are cut up in a four region, so each region. 
regional champion gets to cut down the brick, cuts down the nets there. That's how, that's just how it works. Uh, everybody's cutting down their nets, and then uh, I guess somebody also gets to cut down another net. And you know, I hope the NCAA has uh, extra funding for that because uh, those nets aren't cheap, as, as you know, Johnny. Of course. I, I mean, I've bought a few nets in my day because I used to stand in the corner and just rip those nets apart because I'd swish it all the way from downtown. So... Beef Girth House, uh, appreciate you coming here to the Sausage Hut, kicking things off on the season premiere of the Sausage Hut podcast. That's a lot, Johnny, and uh, it's good to be back here, and hopefully uh, me and uh, I'll be able to come back and uh, come, come back on your show sometime talk about any sort of sports. You know, it's, uh, you don't really pay much attention to baseball, but uh, we need to start talking more about Australian rules football because this is something that I've got into in the last couple of weeks, and they, they just started a brand new season, so it's a good time to set your DVRs to Fox Sports 2 Exactly, man. The Geelong Cats and all those guys back on the pitch down under. So there you go. All right, Beef. We'll see you later, bro. Beef Girthaus. Coming at you, the Sausage Hut. Hope we got the levels all right on that. Yeah, man. Season premiere, the Sausage Hut Podcast. Hi, y'all missing some hardware? Come on down to the hardware store. We got all the hardware you can need. You need screws? We got screws. You need bolts? We got bolts. You need washers? Put your screws and not your bolts or vice versa. Come on down to the hardware store. We've got everything you possibly need. We got house shoes and we got uh, t-shirts in the bag just at discounted prices because we picked them up from those places that gone out of business. Yeah, come on down to the hardware store. We're, we're, we're open five days a week and every day that we're open, we got free coffee coming at you right through the door. It might have been sitting there all day, but go ahead and pour yourself a pot of nice strong coffee coffee and maybe put a little uh, half and half in there and walk around and see what we got. You want uh, you want some bird seed? Bird seed. You want the, a new barbecue grill? We got a barbecue grill too. You want to do some plumbing? Well, the plumbing's on down in the other building, but uh, we can get you over there because uh, come on down to the hardware store. We're open five days a week. Oh yeah. Salsa Tut Podcast. I got some cyberpunk 2022 that i got the second half of that i've been sitting on for a month i want to put that out i gotta play some more fallout 76 we're gonna put that out i'm gonna try to do these once a week i know i've said that before i've never done anything but it took me a long time to think about thinking about thinking and getting back up here on this microphone i got a new window to look out of I got a new outlook to window out of, and um, I got a, just a brand new sheen of despair and psychosis to use as a inspiration to create brand new comedy just for you. And I'm going to keep on doing it as long as I can, because why not? The two rules in the Sausage Hut are, one, do you have anything better to do? And two, is it fun? So as long as it's fun, as long as I don't have anything better to do, I think maybe I do have better things to do actually now, but I'm going to get over that. And I'm going to crank out some podcasts. Brand new season. Season premiere. Hope you had fun so far. Remember Pudding Masters? 
Go back and listen to some Pudding Masters. That's fun. That's real fun. I don't know if we'll get the Pudding Masters people back together. Kind of disappeared after a while. They, I think their their visas ran out and they had to go back to where they came from. We'll see if we, what we can do about getting them back over here. Spring's coming. Australian rules football has already started. We're in week two. Go ahead and into week three. Why don't you get into that? It's fun. I'll tell you what else I've been watching. Cricket. So I, I've just gone all streaming in one of the places that I'm at. And just pop on Hulu to see what's live. And most of the time, like late morning, early afternoon, they got live cricket from India or you know Pakistan, way over there. And there's people in the stands digging it. And I have to say that cricket is more interesting than baseball. Sorry, guys. But there's no such things as foul balls. Like, they, they hit a ball in 360 degrees of directions, and it'll go. And they don't wear gloves. And I still don't understand how the scoring works, but I don't, you don't need to. They throw the ball, they hit the ball, they run back and forth. They jack them out all the time. Like, it's easy. I think it's easy to jack one. They just, and they got to bounce the ball in. It's really cool how they do that once i figure out the scoring part of it i'm gonna like it even more and then there's like t20 cricket and some other kind of weird stuff so i don't know it's kind of neat australian rules football and cricket <laughs> expand your horizons people that's what we do here at the hizzy whiz Expand your horizons on a new episode and a new season premiere of the Salsa Truck Podcast. Yeah. So that's going to be that for now. Getting back on the bike and riding it into the sunset. go back and listen to all kinds of fun on the sausage hut podcast man if you're just discovering it go back and just start scrolling back and just pick something the fun stuff most of the time i don't ask much of you but it is kind of time to start picking sides in this bullshit and i'm gonna be picking my side soon but enough of that for today johnny kielbasa on twitter johnny kielbasa rocks on instagram johnnykielbasa.com where you can go listen to everything if you do websites let me know but until next time I'm Johnny Kielbasa and this has been the season premiere of the Salsa Cup Pizzy Wiz <laughs>